live from Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Slightly Serious Show. It is Thursday, July 29th, 2021, one day after hump day. And uh, I'm glad you're all joining us tonight for another wonderful episode. We'll try to, uh, we've got the show set up a little bit. We'll tell you a few news stories tonight in in addition to, you know, some uplifting type things. As we're trying to incorporate more and more genuine, or genuine, I guess, you know, potato, potato uh, stories, uh, you know, that way we keep it somewhat less serious uh, on the show and we're trying to get back to that. But anyways, uh, BP, welcome to the show. Uh, Producer Eric, good to see you, buddy. How are you? Doing great. And yourself? I'm doing okay. You know, start off the day, uh, try to, uh, you know, we're trying to put together this, uh, you know, the beef jerky thing. And Mm -hmm. uh, we fired a designer, we fired the trademark attorneys and all that kind of crap. And we've gone through two names that we really, really liked. And mm-hmm. both and both times, you know, uh, the designer and all that, we're, we're like, we see eye to eye. We're like, oh, my God, it's the per- most perfect name for the brand because we already got the name of the company. That's not that's that's already done. And, in, 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 you know, but now we need, you know, we need names for the brand for the product. And so we've gone over the last two and both uh-huh. times, both times we get it to the trademark attorney and he's like, no. It's not going to work. You're not going to get your trademark for that name. <sighs> so uh, we're, we're back to the drawing board on that. And, uh, you know, all I have to say to the trademark attorney is, yeah, come on, work your magic. I mean, you can like slip a few, uh, you know, Benjamins to the trademark uh, association or whoever the hell they are, can't you? But anyways, we've been, uh, we'll come up with another brand name and uh, hopefully get things going. So that was a bit frustrating today. Also uh, went into the office. I actually snuck, uh, you know, I, I kind of, uh, you know, normally when you go to work, you have to work your ass off. But uh, me and the uh, store manager, we kind of uh, got around to playing some uh, Mario Golf for the uh, Nintendo Switch. I don't know if you guys, any, any gamers out there, but uh, it's a recent game that came out for the Switch. And uh, it was pretty damn fun. I, and I whooped her ass. So I was very, very excited about that. So, yeah. I actually scored under par. And for, the, uh, you know, for those of you that don't know anything about golf, well, look it up. Uh, duck, duck, go is your good friend. But anyways, I had a good time. Came home. Uh, big, sexy. I uh, had an eventful day. Visited uh, the nephew this afternoon and uh, had a great time doing that. And mm-hmm. uh, what about you, Pert? How are you doing? Did you do anything exciting? There we Her go. He must, he must be still taking his nap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, old men need to do that. Yeah, yeah. My exciting day today was working. You know, I told you I'm working class. Yeah. Working. I'm not, class. I'm not a California boy that gets paid to stay home. Like you guys do out there. Oh my God. You stay home. I just dream of staying home. I mean, the last couple of weeks was the most time I've spent at home in years. And the only reason I stayed at home, because I wasn't feeling well, but, and, and I just, I uh, mean, at one point or another, you kind of just get sick of being home. You have to just, it's like, I don't know. You ever get that feeling? Anybody ever out there, you know, stay at home so much? You're like, um, yeah, this is kind of boring. I need to get out and do something 
be productive or do something mm-hmm. worthwhile. And uh, anyways, um, so that's that's what I have happened with me. Uh, have the weekend coming up. I know I have a, a, a meeting Saturday with somebody, so I do have a working weekend, but it's only probably going to be for a couple hours. So who knows? Well, uh, uh, Spanky says cause, uh, it causes the divorce rate to go up. Yeah, kind of like uh, COVID-19. That really spiked the divorce rates across America, I'm sure, right? I mean, then again, um, the last I looked, uh, the percentage of Americans that are married is like pfft, down, from, you know, you know, like, what twenty, thirty percent down from decades ago. Uh, I think uh, people only just hook up and meet over on what? What are those uh, social media sites? Um, let's see, I, I, I know about Grinder, but I don't any know any of them. Ones. Yeah, what are the uh, you know FarmersOnly.com? Um, you know, stuff like that. It's like uh, it's amazing. How many people are just hooking up, having babies, and hell? At this point in time, you might as well because the more you, you the more you, uh, she flushes out uh, as far as kids, the more money you're going to collect from the government. So you know, I kind of understand it. Not that I agree with it, but you know, that's just how that's just how it works these days. But anyways, if you have any, uh, I, I want to kind of keep it open tonight. If anybody wants to call in with a topic or some crazy ass subject you want to talk about, you're more welcome to always call in. Uh, if you're on Podbean, obviously, you know you how to do that just by pushing the call-in feature. And if you're over on DLive or Airtime or Twitch or any of the other damn uh, networks that we're live on, uh, you can always call the uh, studio line at 702-708-2855. Uh, or if you're too damn shy to talk, you can always, like, you know, if you're one of those keyboard warriors, you could always uh, just email me over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or DM me over on Twitter, Twitter. Oh, what was that? That was a cute little sound. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you, I don't want you up there, but Dark Bear. Yeah, I've heard stories about you, Dark Bear. I, I don't think I've ever talked to you, but yeah, I, I, I might be a little worried about that if you called. I don't know. Anywho, um, what else? We uh, I guess we'll get into it. Why not? Uh, why delay? Let's get into uh, our first uh, stuff of what the hell's going on, and uh, we'll get the uh, video thing going for you guys over. On the D of the live, uh, and we have, uh, looks like we have uh, Big Sexy coming in here for a second. He's asking for a phone. Oh, he wants, he wants me to make sure I, let's see. Okay, I got that. All right. Sorry about that. Anyways. Oh, no, shining bright like a diamond. Thanks, VP, over on D line for the uh, shining bright for us. I appreciate that. So the first thing up uh, we have uh, from Fox News, uh, police order to arrest staff and visitors for not wearing masks after the, the new House mandate by, uh, you know, your favorite gal, Nancy Pelosi. Um, she uh, basically said that any staffers or basically the new rule is if you're a, not a staffer or anything else like that, that you're required to wear a mask. And if you don't, they're going to arrest your ass. And so, but if you're a member of the House of Congress or your senator or anybody else like that, they're not going to arrest you or anything like that. They're just going to basically write a memorandum. But anyways, uh, the Fox News article says uh, U.S. Capitol Police were ordered to arrest visitors and staff who refused to wear a mask on the House side of the Capitol complex. According to a police memo issued by the new USCP, Chief Thomas Manger uh, was obtained by a member of Congress. Uh, People, uh, excuse me, police were also advised not to arrest members of Congress for failing to wear masks, but to report lawmakers noncompliance to the House Sergeant at Arms. Talk about hypocrisy. What 
I mean, what's what makes them so special? I, I don't I don't get that. Anyways, uh, Representative Kat, Kat Kemuk of Florida got a copy of the memo distributed Thursday's morning roll call from an unnamed police officer. Police, uh, police she's spoken to are, quote, very uncomfortable with this directive that Kemuk describes as tyran- tyrannical. And uh, basically, uh, we'll see if we can get a bigger. You know, of course, they deleted it from Twitter. So, so much for trying to look at it on twi- the Twitter Twitter. Anyways, quote, this is such an overstep of Speaker Pelosi's authority to basically make our Capitol Police arrest staff members and report on members of Congress. It's absolutely unconscionable that this is where we're at. And uh, the one thing, uh, the one quote that I enjoyed about the entire article was that, as I come down here, Kamak said, this is the people's house, not Nancy Pelosi's house. Uh, you, you see uh, how how widespread hypocrisy is throughout the United States. What's goose? What's good for the goose should be good for the gander. And uh, you know, if Nancy Pelosi wants to uh, mandate things, it needs to be a mandate for everybody. You're not some. You're not. You're nobody special, Nancy. Neither are any of the other politicians in Washington. Um, do you think just because you're a freaking representative, um, and I use that word very loosely because I don't really believe that you're representing the people of the United States. Uh, Everything you guys have done in DC have been the opposite of what Americans in this country want and are striving for. So uh, you're nobody special. If you're going to mandate something because you feel that you want to protect everybody, well, damn it. COVID is going to kill you just like it's going to kill everybody else. According to you and your Dr. Fauci guy. Anyways, um, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it, anyways, we'll move on from that. Uh, Biden is also coming out and mandating new strict COVID-19 rules for unvaccinated federal workers. Uh, the Biden administration today stated that federal workers and contractors will have to show proof of vaccination against COVID or else they'll have to wear a mask, engage in social distancing and submit regular COVID-19 tests goes on to say, quote, right now, too many people are dying or watching someone they love die and say, if I just got the vaccine, that's what President Joe Biden said in the East Room of the White House, quote, this is an American tragedy. People are dying who don't have to die. And President Biden, that wasn't that's not the only tragedy. The other tragedy is that you fraudulently became our president. Anyways. In a statement released by the White House, the administration said the new rules were laid out because of the Delta COVID-19 variant. Quote, anybody who does not attest to being fully vaccinated will be required to wear a mask on the job, no matter their geographic location, physically distanced from all other employees and visitors, comply with a weekly or twice weekly screening uh, testing requirement, and subject to restrictions on official travel. I wonder if, uh, you know, maybe Kamala Harris will use that. So uh, she's like, I'm not vaccinated, so I can't go down to the border. (laughs) Not that she ever has gone down to the border, but uh, I don't know. (sighs) One of these days we'll have something else to talk about, I I swear. But um, anyways, I want your thoughts on, uh, you know, Pelosi's Lapapalooza on uh, basically. (laughs) telling fucking police officers at the U.S. Capitol to don't arrest us if we don't have a mask. We're okay. We, we, we're we above those piddly people. The, the Pelosi laugh-a-palooza? 
Laughapalooza. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that she has the authority to order order the Capitol Hill police to do anything, even issue a parking ticket. So it's interesting. I read somewhere where they will um, request that people put masks on if they're not wearing them. And at one point, someone was trying to enter and the officer told them you need a mask to enter. They put the mask on, entered, and took the mask back off, which I think was a riot. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think just like uh, her leader, Biden, I think that she's overstepping her boundaries. I, I think she – well, I, I know that, you know, as Speaker of the House, she does have some authority as far as the with the top – guys or gals or whoever the hell they want to identify as at the uh, U.S. Capitol Police Department to kind of issue them uh, orders and stuff like that. I, I, I have read that she is able to do that. But against her own cohorts? Well, against against you? Uh, I mean... Well, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. I don't, think, I don't agree with what the hell she's having to say. Yeah. I mean, if you want to make sure that everybody is uh, wearing face masks, then everybody does. If not, nobody does. It's if not... Anybody. Needs a face mask. It's her mug, isn't it? I'll tell you. No, no, no. We need uh, duct tape for her. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave air holes so she can breathe, though. We'll be nice. Well, she can breathe through her nose. You know, yeah. all right. I mean, you know, I don't know how she'll eat her ice cream, but, you know. Anyways. With a straw. With a straw. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, well, you know who she could get uh, advice from on that, right? I'm sure the president has knows someone that uses straws. Uh, he probably eats through a straw. <laughs> he probably, you know what he probably likes? He probably likes those pixie sticks. <laughs> oh yeah. He probably just yeah. it up and, you know, speaking of noses. Anywho, um, yeah, we'll take a break from news for a second. Um, one of the things that I got in the mail, which I think aside from uh, get it receiving, you know, what is the, I want to know from both you and Eric Pert, and uh, what is the one thing that you really hate See showing up in your mailbox. Think about um, junk, junk mail. You know, yeah. like yeah. you know, um, like like offers like to sign up for credit cards, which I have no interest in. Okay. What about you, Per? What What's the thing that kind of terrifies you uh, that might show up in your mailbox? The spider. A spider. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> well, I think I would encourage and I would love. Uh, yeah, IRS, that's a good one, Ralph. I cringe every time. And I get uh, letters periodically from them uh, uh, at the business and stuff like that. And I just, oh, I'm terrified when I have. Most I mean, of I can time, throw away the junk mail. <laughs> most of the time, yeah, I wish I could throw away the IRS mail, but I don't. But uh, yeah, the IRS is right there at the top. Uh, I think right next to the IRS is, is having to receive one of these. And what I'm holding up uh, for those of you not on D Live is summons for jury service. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't even think about those. Now I'm curious uh, for those in the uh, chat. I want to know, and you have to be truthful. I won't. I won't share any names, but be honest with me. I want to know how many of you receive it and just throw it away. And act like you never received it. Be honest. One, if you do that, or two, if you uh, abide by it and show up to do your uh, duty as a citizen of the United States. Don't be shy. I haven't I, gotten one. Two? Okay, I see a couple twos throwing away, throwing away. All right. 
Well, I, I've always uh, had the excuse that, you know, uh, my biggest thing uh, is that, you know, I, uh, what is it that it's, uh, it would be a hardship, financial hardship because, you know, I'm a business owner and I have to be at work so I can make money. But anyways, it kind of, I wanted to share with you guys, uh, I looked up the five weirdest things people have done to escape jury duty. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So number five, a New York teacher submits fake jury summons full of typos to play hooky. <laughs> People play, uh, take a, a fake doctor's note to get out of jury duty. Not Mona Lisa Tello, who forged a jury summons and got paid $3,300 while skipping out on 15 days of work. Number four, quote, Jesus Christ booted from Alabama jury. You probably have pretty good reasons if you're changing your name from Dorothy Lola Killingworth to Jesus Christ. But one added benefit is that your new moniker is likely too disruptive to the jury pool for service. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, if you want to get out of jury duty, mention Jeffrey Dahmer friendship. We weren't aware convicted rapist, cannibal, and serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer had many friends, but popular cartoonist John Backdeff calmly explained to a judge, quote, I had a close friend in high school that killed 17 people. In fact, Bactiff had authored a soon-to-be-released graphic novel titled, quote, My Friend Je uh, Dahmer. Needless to say, he was dismissed from his jury duty. Number two, a man avoided jury duty by wearing a prisoner costume when he showed up. Uh, that's, that said, <laughs> what you wear to court could perhaps get you kicked out of the jury pool. Uh, James Lowe of Vermont showed up Dacked out in a black and white jumpsuit, complete with matching beanie, and was dismiss dismissed from jury duty. <laughs> and the number one way to avoid being having to serve jury duty is a woman faked P PTSD to dodge her jury duty. It's always a bad idea to talk about how you got away with your crimes after committing them, especially when you show up to the, your jury duty in hair cur curlers. Cloud makeup, a t-shirt, a dress shirt, reindeer socks, and two different shoes and tell the judge, yeah, I have mental issues. <laughs> That's Eric on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I just thought I'd share that with you guys. Hey, slightly. I yeah. worked with a guy years ago whose son-in-law was a cop in Michigan. He said he told him the best way ever to get out of jury duty. I said, hey, what's that? And he goes, when they're asking you about your opinion on the case, you just tell them you think the, and then, you know, it's kind of like insert explicit of here. He's guilty. <laughs> he said it works every time. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Uh, Baron said, I've uh, never gotten one, but I would love to do it. Uh, Ralph says, I mean, I want to know, should we do this? If we go, uh, if we go crazy over voting, uh, BP says, tell him you identify as an alien, uh, an illegal alien or just an alien, Ralph, uh, BP. Um, and I shot says, I don't care what he did just fry his ass <laughs> well, well i was also thinking i'm like well you know what if i showed up even on day one and just tell them that i'm a uh, conservative they'd probably just let me go home <laughs> that's true i'm telling you at this point or try to arrest you for being oh yeah that that's probably a good uh, way for them to try and figure that one out bp says if you're a, an illegal one you'll get benefits oh yeah that's right and i can speak spanish bp so you know watch out all right, moving on uh, back to California, back to talking about freaking masks and all that bullshit. 
California governor uh, one up CDC with more restrictive mask guidelines. Health officials here in California have issued revised guidelines for mask wearing that recommend universal masking indoor statewide, a posture that is stricter than the updated guidance from centers of disease control and prevention. Um, so basically right now in California, they are advising, strongly advising and encouraging everybody to be, no matter if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, doesn't matter if you're alive and breathing, uh, they encourage you to wear a mask indoors, outdoors. If you take a foot out, you know, foot outside your door, even, um, and, and I think I, I go back to the whole thing of I really believe if there was not a recall, uh, uh, recall election coming up September 14th, I would put my life on the fact that Governor Newsom would have already mandated masking statewide. The only reason he's not is because he knows his ass will be gone no matter what in September. And I'll say it here and I'll say it first. If there's any chance that he's still governor after the recall election, two things. One is the fact that California will go back to masking. And two, he will make sure to shut down the school systems again in California. And three is a potential of him trying to shut down businesses again. And that's if he is not recalled in September. I really believe that's the plan of action. I think he doesn't have the balls to do it because he knows his ass will be gone in September. He does. So, therefore, it's guidance. It's not mandatory yet. Slightly, I got a question for you. Yeah. So, I can understand the shutdowns. Not that I can understand, but I can figure it out, I guess. The shutting down of schools and stuff. But what is the end game in continually shutting down businesses? Because where are you going to get the revenue dollars for the state of California if you're not going to be able to draw sales tax, I don't. And, and before you say, well, we've got an abundance of cash, cash runs out. Cash does run out, but uh, the, mm -hmm. the hand, the hand always comes back out uh, reaching for federal dollars. Well, he's not always going to have uh, uncle money banks in the, you know, in the no, chair I, up there. So I, I agree with that. Uh, there's only so many uh, months uh, that, uh, well, so many, uh, so much time that Biden and uh, I don't know what to call them and company, I guess, uh, have in the White House. And eventually the money, um, I mean, how much inflation uh, can we withstand? I mean, it's already bad enough. I think we're about to find out. But I, I just don't get how or why people don't and can't understand the basics of economy. And how if you shut down a revenue stream, there is no more money. And they continue to do this. You know, now we're in a global shortage of any kind of goods. If you're in manufacturing, oh, forget about it. You're, you're, you're pulling teeth trying to get anything and everything to put your products together. And it's because, number one, the global economy shut down. Number two, they started paying people to stay home. And then they're going to turn around possibly and shut down businesses again. I mean... There, it's you don't have to be a brain scientist for this, a rocket scientist. I mean, it, it doesn't require a degree, you know, in accounting. It's basic common sense. It is, but hasn't common sense left our country already? At, at least I, at a government level. Well, yeah, on most government levels, it seems like it. But I mean, it's amazing how much these government elected officials have control 
of our well-being, our financial capabilities, and so on, yet people continue to elect idiots like that. Instead of electing someone who understands business or someone who understands economics. Well, we don't like those people in government. That's why they create, uh, you know, fraudulent elections and get rid of those folks. Now you're going to get banned I, on Podbean. I know, but I, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, I was even watching uh, a video that a friend sent to me. It's about ten minutes long. I haven't re- finished the entire thing. But it's a video of this one gal, uh, this black female who uh, used to be a worker with the Internal Revenue Service. And she basically, she no longer works there, obviously. And after that video that she did, she's probably going to get audited by the IRS every single year. But anyways, uh, where she was going with everything is like, look, everybody thinks that the Federal Reserve is like a a federal entity. It's not. You know, the Rockefellers and and all them basically make... um, you know, I think what she say, like a hundred million dollars a minute or some shit off of the interest. But anyways, she was basically saying, and you know, as far as as far as income taxes are concerned, all the income taxes that we pay, none of that goes to paying off the the national debt. She's like, I have two children who were born into eighty thousand plus dollars of debt when they were born, and the income tax thing is a whole big sham. She uh, alleges. And basically saying that all income tax is, is a big redistribution of wealth. And why should, why, why should someone that's paying hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes go to benefit other people? And she, she brought up some pretty good points. But uh, as far as money, I mean, there's no endless supply of money. Uh, nope. as, you, as, you, as they print more out, uh, it's worth less and less and less. I mean, look at the look at the value of the uh, Mexican peso. Well, they're all yelling and hollering, tax the rich, tax the rich. Okay, tax the Rothschilds more. Tax those kind of people. Yeah, what are, I would like to see. Where's the Rothschilds' uh, income tax statements? So, uh, is there a, a Freedom of Information Act on that? Can we request to see uh, their tax returns? I don't know. That'd be interesting. Apparently not. Yeah, I better be careful before I get audited every fucking year. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of, oh, go ahead, Eric. Well, like like you would say about like the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers or other other bigger names. Like if I mean, if you if you you know question auditing them, you know you get looked at and frowned upon of like, oh, but but they can do no wrong. Everybody's doing them wrong. Yeah, it's it's. It's always they always focus the attention on uh, everybody but themselves. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of exactly just like Pelosi. Like, uh, don't arrest yeah. us if we have uh, if we don't have masks on. Arrest those all well, those other people. Yeah, but um, whatever happened to a thing called citizens arrest? I don't. Why, know. why aren't we giving them a citizens arrest? Because they're they're the one like breaking the law. Oh. oh, thank you, hun- honeybee, for the lemon. I like the limits. Oh yeah, I like. Uh, no, you're 100% right, Eric. Uh, you know, but you know, if we do a citizens arrest nowadays, uh, since we're defunding police nationwide, you're just going to get uh, what mental health care uh, personnel out to the site to. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do to them for that. <laughs> I don't know, but you guys are right. Ralph says, "Sure, they are already using Constitution as toilet paper." Yeah, pretty much. It seems like that. That's what they're doing. That's for sure. 
Um, the next story I have, uh, speaking of uh, people wanting to run out of money and, and stuff like that, although it looks like someone someone from uh, either Spanky or Scooter is calling in. What's going on there? How's it going? Hello? Damn Podbean, I swear. Where are they calling? I never saw him pop up on Podbean. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe he was a butt dial. Oh, um, oh he's on. And Mr. A is here. Welcome to the show, Mr. A. And uh, Spanky, what is going on? How are you doing today, buddy? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, I was sitting here thinking it would be nice to see an organization or somebody come forward that's willing to pay the fines for people that refuse to wear masks. You know, they had no problem bailing out these BLM protesters and Antifa people, you know, bailing them out of jails and whatever. I'd like to see an organization come forward and say, you know what, if you get arrested for this, we'll go ahead and bail you out and take care of all your legal fees. But I I got a funny feeling we'll probably never see that. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. I'd love to see that. I mean, one person that comes to my mind right off the bat is, uh, you know, the MyPillow guy, Mike Lindell. I mean, he's he's already putting up $5 million if you can debunk some of his quote-unquote proof uh, that there was election fraud. So since he's so confident in that, he can save that $5 million to bail people out of jail and pay for their fines for not wearing masks. They've come out now and called him a threat to the nation he's for undermining threat. democracy. That is That was their reasoning. Is he is he being considered a terrorist? I, they haven't gone that far yet, but give him a chance. Oh my God, Spanky! Would uh, what, what, I, I, I'm having the feeling that you're against masks. Is that is that the case? Hell, he oh can't put God. one on. Look at his pick. Look at his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I'd much rather uh, huff paint than wear a mask. I just. You know, my, I feel that, um, and I don't know if you can hear me or not, I'm driving in my car. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think them trying to force masks on us, it, it's just ridiculous, you know. And, and I always say on our show, you know, when people are going to wake up, we're talking about a government that is rewarding you to get this shot. They're paying you to get this shot. They're bribing you to take this shot, not just this shot, but the next four shots apparently you're going to need. The whole thing is bullshit, and, and if you can't see that, I just I, sometimes I'm scared to live in this this planet anymore. Well, Spanky, expounding on what you said, they're looking at paying people a hundred dollars to get the shot. They want to push something through for that. I haven't see, heard I, that. Really? Yep, I just I saw it this remember, afternoon. Yeah, and I don't remember getting paid to do the flu shot. I don't. I don't remember getting paid to get my immunization Me neither. school. So why is there such a push to have everybody have to take the shot other than there's something underlying here that that people just don't want to wake up and realize? It's a big question, a question I think we'll never know the real answer to, in my opinion. And and that's what scares me. I mean, uh, the other day we talked about how way back even in October of 2020, the FDA knew about 22 issues that could arise out of the vaccines. But... You never heard about that on uh, mainstream media or anywhere out of Dr. Fauci's mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. A says my brother-in-law's company is paying $2,000 for people to get the vaccine. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you really really think about it, if they have to bribe you to take it, that should be a pretty big-ass red flag. Yeah, when else does the uh, American government give you money? <laughs> well, when, when you lay down and, and spread your legs and have 12 kids, that's about the only other time I think the government gives you money. 
Yeah, you're 100% right on that. That, that, that they're always uh, willing to give you money. Honeybee says, so every addict will be in line for their $100, uh, for their $100 vaccine payment. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's going to be a longer line in San Francisco to line up for their heroin needles and vaccine shots than there are at shopping, mar- shopping malls all over the country on Black Friday. Check out that link I just put down there slightly in the chat. I will do that. Uh, Spanky, I'm going to let you go only because there's a lot of feedback from the uh, driving, but I appreciate you calling in, brother. Hey, you bet, brother. Anytime. You guys uh, enjoy your night. God bless. Uh, and I'll keep listening here and chime in. All right, See you, Spanky. See you, Spanky. That was Spanky from the Phoenix and Wayne show. And so if you haven't listened to them here on Podby, they're actually going to go Monday through Friday next week. So stay tuned for that. We're going to take a short time out. We'll be right back. Take our first break of the night. Get a little water in and uh, dinner has been served. So you're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Thursday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. So welcome back. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I've said that from the beginning. I mean, we gave uh, Governor Newsom here in California gave away millions of cashes, cash, uh, cash and prizes uh, in the past month or two for people. And it really didn't. Not too many people. I mean, he got maybe, what, 7% more people to take the, the shot. But as we said, if you think that that's the best idea for you and your family, by all means, we're not telling you not to get it. The, the decision's up to you. I think you know better than – you and your doctors will know a better idea. Uh, don't listen, you know, just because they're paying you to get it done. Make an informed decision on what you feel is best for you and your family. And uh, I would say go from there. Uh, I'm bringing up, uh, I wanted to share something here really quickly. Um, no, it's not on there yet. All right. So we'll, we'll pass on that. Anyways, uh, speaking of money and how... You know, nobody wants to go to work and all that. Everybody wants to stay home, collect money from the government and all that. Well, Joe Biden's he's urging Congress to expand nationwide eviction ban before it expires. That's right. The president doesn't want to make people pay their fucking rent. Um, The White House on Friday called on Congress to extend a moratorium on evictions that is set to expire this week. The nationwide eviction ban was enacted in September of 2020 by the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention as part of the federal government's effort to prevent the spread of COVID. The idea was that was that evicted individuals often share living spaces with relatives or friends or move into crowded homeless shelters, uh, underlying, uh, undermining social distancing restrictions. So now you have Biden trying to screw people that own property by allowing their tenants not having to continue to pay them. Well, they haven't been paying them through the whole thing anyway, right? They've just gotten stiffed. Right, exactly. So why, why, you know, if if you're gonna, if Biden is gonna go that far, if you want to truly help out all Americans, Joe, why don't you tell the mortgage companies and the banks, you know what? Make sure nobody has to pay any of their 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 debts. You know, we're yeah. gonna forgive all debts for everybody. You know, hell, the the federal government's trillions of dollars in debt. So why should Americans have to pay their debt, Joe? 
It's kind of like Joe's got the attitude. Well, I'm going to screw him. I might as well just make it a full out rape. Right. I, and, and, and tell me this. And, and it's not like these tenants aren't going to have to make up for the rent. Right. I mean, he's, it's not like it's you're free to stay here. Uh, you're going to be, you know, these tenants that are staying there are going to be backed up. They're just basically not being forced to be evicted. Yep. So let's see uh, when when Joe decides that uh, people are going to have to start paying rent and pay their arrears, at which time they'll be evicted anyways. What the hell? You, all you're doing, Joe, is, oh, my God, what's the uh, fucking it up? Oh, you're fucking, yeah, you're fucking <laughs> it up. You're definitely fucking it up. But you're basically prolonging the inevitable. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, so maybe it's the maybe uh, Joe's trying to prevent this from happening on his watch. So that way, when he gets kicked out in 2024 of the presidency, then the Democrats, uh, with, with everybody getting evicted because of their past arrears and rents, are going to say, oh, look, conservatives bad. They're kicking everybody out of their homes. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I mean. Hell, people, and I've said this before on our show, people people in America live paycheck to paycheck, the majority of us. Okay? And so if that's the case, how in the hell do you expect any American to be able to pay their, their, their past rent? It's never going to happen. No, they, they want to make those people more and more dependent on the government because if they can make them more and more dependent on the government, they can't think for themselves. Okay, so so what happens? Uh, is uh, the federal government going to write a big check to every American who hasn't been able to pay their rent uh, so they can give it to their landlord? I mean, and, and I so it's not fair I, to the tenant. It's not fair to the property owner. No, I, I think the, the property owner is the one that's going to be getting the big screw job in the end. But no, they'll, they'll be giving people money, uh, just enough money to, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of like... Um, kind of like cruelty with captivity with, with prisoners of war or something, you know, a lot of times they gave them enough food to keep them alive, but not enough food to get them strong enough to where they could fight back. And that's kind of what they're doing with the money. Yeah. Well, they're just dangling over people's heads. I'm surprised. You, you, You know what? I wouldn't be surprised about how about next week, the Biden administration comes out. For those of you that haven't been vaccinated, if you go get vaccinated, you won't have to pay one year's worth of rent. It's a possibility. It wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't put it past this administration. And if somebody's listening to this show and get the idea from you slightly, damn you. Yeah, just just get a gun and I'll just... (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I hope that never happens. Uh, I was, I'm a hundred percent joking about that, but at the same time, folks, I tell you what's on my mind. And I really sincerely believe if they want it that bad, I wouldn't pass, put it past them to introduce something like that. And that's a scary, that's a very, very scary thing to think. Anywho, I have an uplifting story for you guys. A man who began drinking alcohol at the age of 14, overcomes addiction after missing dad's funeral. It's kind of a happy, but kind of sad at the same time. A man who was addicted to drinking alcohol for the most of his life decided to quit after he missed his father's funeral. Now, two years sober, he is helping people who have fallen into addiction to get their life back. Quote, today I am 
living life. What came before was just an existence, Carl Finn, who was 46, told the Epic Times. Staying sober is my way of making amends and my tribute to my dad and the rest of my family who stood by me. I think we, he would be proud of the person I've become and the journey I've been on to overcome my addiction. Uh, Finn was uh, born and raised by his parents along his uh, older brother in a working class area of Dublin, Ireland called the Liberties, which is famous for its bars and markets. According to Finn, the area was full of addiction and crime, and it was easy to fall into drinking. At the age of 14, Finn, who says he was a sensitive child back then, began drinking just to fit in with the crowd. However, his addiction spiraled out of control within a year, and Finn went off the rails with drinking, with drinking becoming a major problem in his life. At the time, my, dad and, uh, my mom and dad were going through a marriage breakup, which made me feel very sad, and I couldn't really express how I felt, so I drank to forget what was going on. Ooh. Oh. It wasn't, easy, uh, it wasn't easy seeing a strong man like my dad deal with the breakdown of his marriage, and Finn, who dropped out of school, began drinking on most days and felt lost without any plan for the future, no qualifications, and then 15 years old, he began to work at the bar. In an attempt to help him quit with his addiction, his aunt allowed him to stay with her. It worked for a while, and I managed to cut right down. However, not long, when he turned 17, he decided to live with his father, who moved to Birmingham. Surrounded by his father's side of the family, whose business was pubs and clubs, Finn went back to his dr drinking habit. I was working during the week and thought I could contain my drinking to weekends, but it soon spooled over until I was drinking most days of the week. For the next two years, he moved jobs and relationships, unable to stick to anything as his drinking habit dominated his life, making him, quote, selfish and chaotic. At the age of 19, he went back to live with his mom. His mom uh, thought he would start with a clean slate. However, the same episode repeated. He began to work. He began to lose jobs and relationships because of his drinking habit. But, uh, yeah, he today, uh, two years sober. So congratulations to him. And, uh, you know, I guess sometimes... Sometimes it takes bad things to happen, uh, you know, for people to quit bad things, I guess. I don't know. But uh, I thought that was very uplifting that, uh, you know, he stopped drinking after his father had passed away and he's become sober. So good for him. That's your happy, uh, happy story for the day, I guess. So, you know, even if you're going through some hard times and have some addictions, whether they be our alcohol, gambling or, I don't know, tobacco usage or whatever it is, uh, there's always a way out. 2D. What? 2D? Two, huh? Oh, oh my god. That might be Josh. Welcome to the show, 2, 2Ds. Maybe the... Oh, we should call them the double Ds. <laughs> I call them 2DA. Yeah, I like uh, double Ds. Yeah, double Ds for me. Uh, it, it's that same troll, I think. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Um, the White House dodges questions on why vaccinated Americans must wear masks while infected migrants are released. We already talked about that yesterday. It's like, come on, uh, you know, the uh, continuous, uh, you know, we have over what within the last six months, I would say at least over a million immigrants that have come into our country, uh, not tested for vaccines. And, you know, the White House isn't going to answer any questions regarding that. They're just going to continue to leave the borders wide open and, uh, you know, come on in and. um We'll ship you off uh, throughout the United States and you can go on your way. Um, here's uh, something that uh, I think, Pert, I think you had sent this to me. Um, this has to do with a story where um, people that came in with a uh, BLM pin oh, yeah. uh, into, into a restaurant. And uh, basically, 
they were refused service. Now, Reddit has, uh, the moderator of Reddit has taken down quite a bit. But we did capture this one thing uh, that this one gal had to say. And so uh, we're going to put her on and uh, she'll, she'll let you know how she feels about the entire situation. And uh, I don't know. We can discuss what she has to say. Um, I don't know. She's uh, basically she's going to claim that the way they treated those people is racist. And uh, I don't know. You can tell me what you guys think yourselves. And uh, I'm going to get that set up for you right here. Oh, it always does that to me. I don't know why. All right. So here we go. So apparently if you go to this restaurant in Wisconsin wearing a black. So the, the, the restaurant she's talking about is Espresso a la Mode. For those of you that are on Podbean and do not have uh, the uh, video. Wisconsin wearing a Black Lives Matter pin, you will be refused service. That happened at Espresso a la Mode and the owner took to Facebook to do some damage control. He said today we had two men come in, one wearing a Black Lives Matters pin. I politely explained that we do not support terrorist organizations here and told him he would have to either remove the pin or himself. Now, the owner then goes on to say, so if you hear people calling us racist, white privilege and such, this is why. Well, I have some news for you. This seems pretty racist to me. Anybody else uh, see that as racist? That's what that I guess. Uh, number one in the chat, if you feel that that is considered racist. Can I comment about uh, Attitude Annie there? Yeah, go ahead. and. Uh, what do you what? have to say about Attitude Annie? Well, one thing I'd like to say is they're not doing damage control. They're explaining their justification for refusing the service. And I see nothing wrong with it. So what did I say? One in the chat, if you think it's racist or two in the chat, if it's not. I mean, if a white person came in wearing a BLM pin, I guarantee you he would just as much refuse service. Yeah. Didn't matter what color the, the person wearing it was. It was the pin. Well, and what uh, the other thing I I question is, uh, you know, a business can refuse service to anybody for Absolutely. any whatsoever. In my, yep. uh, if if I don't want a certain crowd in there, um, hey, if just like the no shoes, no shirt, no service, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. If yep. you uh, believe that, uh, you know, there a BLM is, uh, you know, a terrorist organization, well, you have that right to not allow anything like any of those kind uh, in your in your on your premises. In my opinion. So, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think there, at least one thing, uh, you know, I, uh, yesterday we had told you the story about the restaurant in California that's only serving unvaccinated people. Yep. And then we have this story. Uh, I would support this business owner before the other one. Uh, yep. <laughs> but it's you know. not, again, it's not damage control. That that's aggravating to me that she even gets on there and tries to spin it like that. Yeah, no, it, it is. But that's how, that's how these people think. Uh, it's, it's, it's uh, not fathomable, uh, how people think this way, but then again, uh, if they watch too much of MSLSD and, or all the other horrible crap networks, uh, you know, it's easy for them to get manipulated in their mind, I guess. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't have a reason for it or an explanation about it, but that's, uh, that's just how it goes, I guess. 
And the next story, I'm only going to read the headline because I really don't care two shits about this. But uh, Britney Spears' uh, medical team is allegedly agreeing with uh, that her dad, Jamie, should be replaced uh, as her conservator. Uh, I don't know much about it, but does anybody really give two shits about her conservatorship? Whose business of it is of any of us in the first place? And I don't know why it makes such national news. Well, if you read details on it, it's pretty sad and pretty sickening. Like they forced her to have an IUD for birth control. They are preventing her from getting married. They're controlling her money. Her dad, I forgot how much he's pulling down a year for doing nothing. By being her conservator? Right, which he's not supposed to be profiting off of. He made a percentage cut off of her gig in Vegas. He made a percentage cut off of all of her memorabilia that has been sold for that that uh, gig. It, it's just the whole family has sucked off of her. And it's a, it's slavery is what it is. They and have I, indentured her and she does not have a life of her own. And that's one reason she said, fuck it, I'm done. I'm not performing. And how, and I mean, and how is it? I mean, are they saying she's just fucking nutso crazy and she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about or what? That's what they're trying to still go on. Remember the whole thing when she shaved her hair years ago? Yeah. Shaved her head and all mm-hmm. they're, they're still trying to base it on that. But you know what? People improve, people get better. And uh, she finally got judged to listen to her, make some statements, and agree to let her get an attorney of her choosing instead of a court appointed. Or I can't remember if it was a court appointed or if it was the, uh, the whatchamacallit, uh, that appointed it. But she had no say in any of that. It's it's really a sickening thing, slightly, if you read it. So is it like national news? Not really, but it's such a mistreatment of a human being that it should not be tolerated, regardless of who it is out there. Well, and, mm-hmm. and if that's the case, and like I said, I don't know too much about it. I just There it know. is. Honey, Honeybee's got $16,000 a month. That sucky. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to go off on the guy. Is, oh, hell no. Yeah is drawing off of her to manage that. And like one of the judges commented, it's not supposed to be a money-making opportunity for the person running the conservatorship. It's supposed to be an inconvenience to them. But no, he's turned it into a money-making uh, oh, business situation. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and her sister, who says, I don't profit off of Britney, went on some award show, sang a melody of Britney's hits, lives or did live in a million dollar plus home that Brittany had bought in South Florida. Everybody has just abused her and abused her. It's really sad. Well, and, and you mentioned uh, how it's uh, apparently uh, how it might've started when she shaved her head. Well, I mean, back in the day when Sinead O'Connor buzzed her head, I mean, were, were people th- saying the same thing? I mean, no, no, I, no, no there's no, a few no. more things than that, but I'm just saying wow. that was a time period. Uh, Shania O'Connor, um, you know, um, infamously ripped a picture up of Pope oh. John Paul II on Saturday Night Live, which got her banned from that show. And then a month later, um, an, another another Saturday Night Live performer ripped up a picture of her and it got a standing ovation. Slightly think about this. They took Britney Spears, made her receive a birth control device. This is a woman who's got enough money. She could pop out a kid every nine months for the rest of her life and afford them. But they have people that are taking money from the government for subsidies that they continue to allow to pop out kids one after another. Yeah, I was going to head that direction with that. Yeah, and, and, they've, also, 
And they also have one of her ex bodyguards testifying that they kept her doped up on a big ass cocktail of medication daily and certain pills she would take uh, two times a week. I think it was. Well, let me go back to this then. Okay. So let's say she's got some mental issues. Okay. Big deal, right? Uh, She's got millions upon millions of dollars. Yep. Whose fucking business is it if she has mental issues or not? Yeah. Well, do you remember years ago she got married and it was annulled the next day? It was her her sweetheart. Well, now the story has come out how that uh, annulment happened. Her mother had a fit and her management team because it was going to damage her reputation. So they paid the guy off to get the marriage annulled. Brittany and he, neither one wanted it, but it's just, she has had her life controlled since she got into the show business. And and it's, it's sad. Wow. That's crazy. No. And I just, I I mean, if we're going to worry so much about Brittany Spears, mental health, where are these same people about Joe Biden's mental health? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, shouldn't he have a conservator? Maybe that's Jill. I don't know. <laughs> he should have a straight jacket. He should. Um, Justice Truth Warrior brought up uh, something uh, that uh, I have not talked about yet, and uh, I really didn't dig too deep into it. I did hear about it that um, over in the state of Alaska, they had an 8.2 earthquake earlier. I heard they lifted the tsunami warning, though. Yeah, they had a tsunami warning mm-hmm. that uh, was later lifted. And uh, I said that it was close to the red fault line also. And I don't know much about the red fault line. Uh, hopefully, excuse me, hopefully that's not the, the fault line of, uh, you know, that would do anything well, in California because they said something about evacuating Kodiak or Kodak. I mean, I didn't know there were people on Kodak unless maybe they were just hunting the bear. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, I, I, I thought it was uninhabited due to the population of Kodiak bears. That I'm not sure. And uh, hopefully uh, (laughs) Spanky said the uh, Rosie O'Donnell fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you jokester. Have you seen a picture of her lately? No. Is she skinny now? (laughs) (laughs) Her pinky's not even skinny. (laughs) Oh my God. But you've heard, you've heard the term, oh, that person aged gracefully. She's not aging gracefully. Oh, hell no. Throw that out the window with her. Oh, yeah. Hell no. Oh, oh, she has really turned like a glorious shade of gray. Yeah, but but her personality hasn't changed. Are you trying to to tell me, Pertwee, that she's going to have to pay for two seats on United Airlines? (laughs) At at least. I had two bananas that got left out on the counter for three weeks, and they looked better than Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, my God. Spanky (laughs) says she she ate another country. That's how big she's gotten. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's uh, people throwing the dishes out the window so they she doesn't come and visit them for uh, dinner um yeah no that's crazy yeah i will uh send that over to me uh justice truth warrior i'll take a look at that um let's see what else i have oh uh other hollywood news does anybody know about adam, who adam carolla was he used to do a show yes. with called uh love love line i think Yep, and, and did, did the man show too. Go ahead. Um, is, is, does he also do? Is he also behind the 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 Real Housewives series, or is that a different Adam? 
No, it's not even Adam. It's uh, Andy. Oh, shoot. Oh. Honeybee, what's his name? E. Griffith? No. Yeah. He's dead. Andy. <laughs> oh, Andy Cohen. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I was confused. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> How'd you confuse those two? I, I mean, I, for, for some reason, it's like I knew the last name started with a C, but I just couldn't, couldn't place them. If yeah. he was on a soap opera, producer Eric would not have confused them. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, I only know of Adam Carolla uh, from back in him doing Love Line with Dr. Drew and talking about STDs and all that good stuff. But uh, apparently he's being blacklisted by Hollywood. And yep. uh, said it's a small price to pay. Uh, comedian and actor Adam Carolla says he won't be starring in sitcoms anytime soon after facing calls to be canceled over jokes and creative content, causing him to be blacklisted by Hollywood. He says, quote, well, I don't get a lot of Hollywood roles. I don't get my documentaries documentaries in Sundance, but it's kind of a small price to pay to say what I want to say. Uh, Carolla joins the growing list of comedians who are speaking out against cancel culture. So we should uh, give him a round of applause for that. Um, uh, including uh, Tim Allen, who tweeted over the weekend, quote, wonder if government agents will be policing comedy from the back of the house. <laughs> Anyways, the podcast and radio host also slammed actors and California politicians as, quote, cowards for being privy to cancel culture. Actors are cowards. They play heroes, but they're cowards and they're soft. And when they're weak and they go along with anything, quote, they all live, live under the rule of Gavin Newsom. Uh, he's ruining most of our lives. Corolla also pointed out that Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix, donated three million dollars to stop the recall of the California governor. Uh, way to go, uh, pedo pedophilia, uh, pedophile uh, organization Netflix. Uh, if you're an actor and you live in California, they won't say anything. They're cowards. They want money, Corolla claims. In his profession, Corolla played uh, Varney & Co. Thursday. It's uh, Thursday, it's important to stay true to who you are and what you believe. Quote, if I'm a comedian, I have to say what I want to say. Otherwise, I should go back to swimming a hammer, Corolla explained. So good on Adam Carolla. I've always liked the guy, and uh, I think mm -hmm. this kind of reaffirms that. Yep. So we need yeah, more. It's a badge of honor anymore if you're getting blacklisted in Hollywood. Man. We need more people in Hollywood like this. Hell, we well, need more people in California like this. Let alone if you had more people in Hollywood like that, you would really have less people in Hollywood like that, right? Because they're getting blacklisted. Mm -hmm. That we would. Well, Anyways, I think um, Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad. I think. Um, you know, are, are taking a stand too. Um, even, you know, Bill Cosby, right after he came out, out of prison, really came to Felicia Rashad's defense. Felicia you know, Rashad? And, who's Rashad? Yo, yo, like Mrs. Huxtable. Oh, yo, what did she do? Um, I think she um, had, had tweeted Huxtable. something that, and, you know, and she, um, and many people accused her of making statements that was real insensitive and, and and she is, has always been like a staunch defender of Cosby. Gotcha. I don't know which way I lean with Cosby, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's a, that's a that's a topic for a whole nother day, I think. Anyways, we're going to take a, uh, last uh, our last time out of the night. Appreciate you guys joining us over on DLive, Podbean, Twitch, and all the other great uh, platforms. You're listening to us on a Thursday. 
Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. One last video I have for you guys. And uh, this is all about childhood goals. <laughs> and it's a video of, uh, it looks like a kid. And Pert, what the hell is he diving for? That's what I want to know. I had trouble figuring that out myself, but. Uh, it's like the human grab machine. It sure as hell makes him happy. Yeah, I, I like it. Oh, could you be the one to call when I lose <laughs> If you've ever uh, been to like an arcade or anything like that, it's, uh, you know, you, you kind of use a joystick, right, uh, to move around that claw and uh, try to uh, win a prize, whether it be, I don't know, you could win a stuffed animal. Like, I guess there's ones that have candy in them. Uh, some of them have expensive items that you'd never win on anything. But uh, in, in this video that I'm showing, it's basically a kid. It's a human claw machine. So basically, uh, it's a kid on the on the string that uh, is lowered into the pile of uh, whatever the hell it looks like bags of chips and shit that's what i was gonna say it might be bags of chips yeah but he grabbed quite a bit he was using yeah. his, his feet his hands everything anything he could he yeah. had great technique i'll give him that and look at that i mean he i mean he got a whole backpack full of crap so that was pretty cool i like that i if i uh, you know big sexy would be all about that i guarantee you that he would pay like 30 dollars just to do it even if he grabbed nothing, he would pay the $30 just for the experience. I think it would be fun. Would you do that, Pert? Would you allow Honeybee to, to use that little joystick and basically uh, maneuver you and lower you to grab whatever it is? Oh, yeah. That would be a blast. I think so. I, and, uh, you know, $20 would be a, a decent price. I think people wouldn't, you know, wouldn't mind paying that. I mean, hell, you got stimulus checks, people. You got money to blow. And you don't have to pay rent. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's open it up, uh, kind of open uh, things up. Uh, if there's uh, anything uh, anybody would like to call and talk about, open topic for the last 30 minutes of the show. Uh, otherwise, um, Eric, if you have anything uh, on your mind, or we can talk about anything and everything you'd like. Justice Truth Warrior says, uh, 20 well, minutes um, Asian seafood crackers, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, um, I don't like shoot. this. Is how I feel about well, stuff. Yeah, but, um, well, I mean, I know you your your feelings on two other like food and drink items, but we're not going to say what they are to avoid the lashings. Um, similar to how you know we call the the California governor Governor Newsom and Governor Newsom, but I mean. I mean, that, that story, you know, of him pulling his son out of summer oh, camp team. over, like, the mask. Um, oh, you're going to get it, Pert. <laughs> you know that, um, you know, I, I know that, you know, that is a big PR nightmare for the governor, as it already is. That it is. And uh, I hope to hell that he gets out of office this September. I oh, yeah. Um, Honeybee's... Um, she had brought up this uh, last night, and I'm uh, going to look this up really quick. Um, uh, apparently, Ford is making gasoline-smelling perfume. And I have not heard oh about that. Oh, my God. I heard about, about this, that. I heard about this yesterday from her. 
and uh, I brought up the story. Uh, so let's see what the hell's going on over here. I, I'm not too sure about this. I don't think I'd uh, be wearing it, that's for sure. Um, I wouldn't so want it in my car. It says uh, Ford has created a fragrance designed to smell like gasoline because gasoline smells so good, doesn't it? Um, it claimed 70% of electric car buyers said they would miss the smell of gas when switching to a plug-in vehicle. What the hell? Is this the same 70% that uh, voted for Joe Biden last year? Yeah, this is according to Ford, which is promoting its upcoming Mach-E GT uh, and has created a fragrance intended to smell like petroleum. Yeah, you read, uh, you heard that correctly. And no, today is not the 1st of April. Ford goes on to smell, say the smell of gasoline ranked as a more popular scent than wine and cheese and was most identical to the aroma of used books, according to its own research. Uh, who the hell loves the smell of old garbage used books? Hell, who even reads books? And why wouldn't you just put a little bit of unleaded premium or whatever you want behind your ear to begin with? Why buy the perfume? It, it would probably be a hell of a lot. Uh, well, maybe not. It, it might not be cheaper anymore. <laughs> Boy, hey, it would have less chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, at $5 a gallon, it still might be uh, a lot cheaper than buying a bottle of perfume. I mean, yeah. hell, there's this one cologne that somebody, <clears throat> somebody I know and live with buys that costs like $1,000 for a little bottle. Wow. Oh, but it's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, it's called Mach U, E-A-U, because, of course, it's, it is, Ford says, the fragrance is designed to please the nose of any wearer. A high-end fragrance that fuses smoky accords, aspects of rubber, and even an animal element to give a nod to the Mustang mm-hmm. heritage. So you'll get to smell like gasoline and animals. <laughs> My life's dream. I wonder if I wonder if you smell like a pig. Maybe you'll smell like bacon. As long as you don't smell like a wild, because they they can yeah, they, uh, create carbon. Yeah, and I got a yeah, story boy. that I just posted in chat. If you want to read that one um, of the Atlanta TV news anchor woman Jovita Moore revealing um, a brain cancer diagnosis today. Revealing a brain cancer diagnosis. Oh. We have all the positive news here. Yeah, way to bring us right down into the shitter. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I'm not going to be able to bring one to uh, the uh, television audience because it's on a different computer. But uh, according to Yahoo News, Atlanta news anchor Jovita Moore reveals brain Jovita cancer Moore. diagnosis. Uh, she, oh, Jovita, excuse me. She underwent uh, surgery in April and has now been diagnosed with glibo. Glioblastoma. 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 There you go. Thank you. An aggressive form of brain cancer. Uh, The news anchor has revealed that she is an aggressive form of brain cancer months after she tearfully revealed doctors found tumors in her brain. Uh, On Thursday, uh, WSB shared that the veteran anchor who has been with the station since 98 asked them to relay that she was diagnosed with glioblastoma. It's an aggressive, malignant form of cancer that can affect the brain or spine. The doctors have told Moore 53 there's no cure and treatments can only be used to slow it down. Uh, she's currently being treated with radiation chemotherapy at Emory University Hospital in Atlanta under the, and under the care of Dr. Dua. Um, 
that's that's sad. It's uh, cancer, cancer, hashtag cancer sucks. Yeah, but you know? and our cancel cancer, as Jeremy would say, um, because and, and this is a woman who is in her you know early 50s and she's got you know three young kids, and and this woman also replaced um, legendary news anchor woman Monica Kaufman Pearson, um, you know, and you know, I think, um, you know, and before her this dilemma, you know, started, I mean, she, she appeared, you know, perfectly healthy. And then one, one day, you know, she was at the grocery store with her kids and she started feeling lightheaded, like, like she was about to just um, pass out all of a sudden. And then doc- doctors, you know, you know, you know, f- found out what, what was causing that problem, you know, and, and I know, and she's gotten a lot of prayers and well wishes and, and greeting cards from, from fans, you know, who have, watched her for so many years and um and even doctors are really Im- impressed you know with with her high level of energy and and her being in such good spirits yeah well it's you know at no matter what age you are you are uh, people out there are uh cancer no matter how how you know how severe it may be uh cancer just sucks i i do have uh, family members that have experienced mm-hmm. it in the past uh, it's just, it's, it's God awful. And it's, I think, you know, it should be a reminder yeah. to everybody, uh, especially when we're in times of, uh, you know, the quote unquote pandemic that, uh, you know, each and every day that you wake up and get to take a breath of, uh, mm-hmm. necessarily need to be fresh air. I mean, if you're in Los Angeles, it's, <laughs> it's not necessarily fresh, but, uh, you know, be, to be thankful, uh, to be living another day. And, uh, you know, I always like to try to say, live each day as though it may be your last, because you never know when the time comes, what's going to come that, uh, you know, to, uh, where, uh, good night, sweet Irene, the uh, party's over. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's a good song. I missed that. That's what is that? That was back when you were a teenager. It wasn't sweetheart. teenager. <laughs> Oh, lately by alcohol then no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, how come I haven't heard anybody say rip Dusty Hill of ZZ Top? Oh, that's right. Uh the ta- what, Oh yeah, he died. I prefer to say past. He he's dead. <laughs> you sound like your dog just cut it. He's dead. He's dead. And um, it also, if, if anybody would like to own a piece of history. The gun that killed Billy the Kid is going up for auction. Starting bid is only $2 million. $2 million? That's it. Only dos. Dos oh million. God. Talk, you know, that's one way to uh, get rid of guns off the streets. Just hey, make $2 million. All Big Sexy's got to do is go without perfume in the next six months, and he's got <laughs> to God, he's not listening to the show. He'd have a heart attack if you told him. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of death. And uh, you know, may uh, may he rest in peace. What what was he the uh, drummer of that ZZ Top? Uh, what what bassist? Was the bassist. bassist. That's the guitar, electric guitar. You well, it, well, it's a bass. If you look at him, he's the one on the on the left up front. And how old was he? I think he was seventy two or sixty eight. I can't remember. Seventy two. Well, that's still young, in my opinion. Das uh, Dosa yeah. seventy two. That's still young, though, in my opinion. Well, I, I saw a video on one of the articles of the last concert they did before he, because he was in bed with hip issue or something. And he still, I mean, they as a group 
still sound pretty damn good. Well, that's pretty amazing. Now, he didn't die of COVID, did he? No, no. It was other other complication stuff. Gotcha. Well, those mm-hmm. types of bands really party hard back in the day, though. You know, their body took a beating, I'm sure. Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, it's, it's amazing any of them made it, you know, past a couple of years, to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, yeah. I was in comments uh, by uh, Spanky over on DLive uh, when uh, Eric was bringing up the cancer story um, of the news anchor. He says, way to bring it down. Excuse me while I go slit my throat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, if you want to... If you want a, you know, a more happier story, um, I got another one in the chat um, where the, the best and worst Jeopardy guest hosts are being rated. Um, and I think the Jeopardy producers are getting about close to naming the legendary Alex Trebek's successor. Oh, boy. I think they should. You know what I think they should do, Eric, before I read the story? I think they should just cancel the show. Let it be the, one of the best trivia shows of all time and let it rest in peace. Because who's the host? It's not going to be the same, and it's just going to bring the brand down. I am. I don't know. I I think if they find the right person, I think they can can maybe not maintain the highest ratings they had with Alex, but I think it could still go on and be a viable show and be a memorabilia or a, a memorable you know mm-hmm. event for for Alex. It might be. I don't think he wanted it to die though. I think Bob Barker felt the same way about the prices, right? When he retired, you know, when they picked Drew Carey, um, you know, there were a lot of like candidates who were jockeying for it. And, and even Bob Barker had said, you know, Ro- Rosie O'Donnell would have been an interesting pick because she knows the show. Oh. Oh, just get Rosie O'Donnell off your lips. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? As far as Price is Right is concerned, I would prefer to see, I would prefer Bob Barker to host it from his deathbed. That, yeah, that's a show they should have let just, die. And, and just Skype mm-hmm. in, uh, just to, you know, put him on, uh, what, put him on DLive uh, along with the, uh, you know, the the the, the uh, items for bid and just let him talk. You know, you know how the wheels, you know, they go, deet, 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 deet. it's got that electronic sound. The only difference uh-huh. so slightly would be the electronic sound you hear is his EKG machine. <laughs> You probably didn't know this about the, the price, right? Whenever they spin that big wheel to determine the can, the contestants who go to the showcase showdown at the end of the show, that when you, when you spin that thing, um, you don't hear that beeping sound. Um, you know, a s- soundboard operator has to, to um, has to press a button for, for that sound effect. And then they also, have to to calculate like the speed of that wheel too in order like if it has like a beep 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 like if it's going real fast or a or a beep 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 if it's going slow eric you just ruined my dream i i was picturing a guy sitting there smashing a button over and over and over (laughs) trying to keep up with it i've always Um, conspiracy theory that there's always someone behind the damn wheel to slow it down whenever they want to (laughs) i think that's um, I wish they had the old match game with Gene Rayburn back. Don't like it with with uh, what's his name. Oh, no, I would. I like watch the Michael Berger game. version from the, the late nineties. I mean, and I love the like, usual celebrity panelists like Vicky Lawrence, Judy Tenuta, and the legendary Nell Carter. Come on, you what, left. What's wrong with the current host of that show? I think he's great. 
Why don't you um, like I was him? naming the celebrity panelists, not the main Why host. don't I like him? Yeah, what's wrong with him? He's funny. He makes it good. He, he's a smart that's, ass. That's the same guy that has a problem with our true president. You know that, right? I, I understand that, but the yeah, thing I, is, it's all about entertainment. You, you have to take his politics out of it and and basically view him as a a, uh, a, a personality for that. Well, I, I agree, but just to give you an idea of how my judgment is not based only on what I mentioned, the last time I found him entertaining was when he played in Beetlejuice. Wow, really? Yes. Wow. I forget his name, by the way. What's his name? Alex uh, Baldwin. Yeah, I like I like him as the Alex Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Anyways, uh, we'll get to the story. Then I want to uh, introduce something since we've been talking about death tonight. Uh, this is from Yahoo.com. The best and worst Jeopardy guests hosts from LeVar Burton to Robin Roberts. God forbid they have Robin Roberts. So anyways, uh, who's the new Jeopardy host? We don't know yet, but uh, 13 candidates have stepped up to the podium to give the job a try on the iconic quiz show. After the death of beloved longtime host Alex Trebek last year, Jeopardy has been cycling through guest hosts while producers search for the permanent replacement. The revolving door of hosts has included uh, Jeopardy champion Ken Jennings, executive producer Mike Richards. Is that producer Mike? <laughs> or is uh, Mike Tampa Bay? Uh, journalist yeah. Katie Couric, talk show host Dr. Oz, Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. He actually did pretty good, I, I thought. I haven't watched it since uh, Alex is uh, vacated. Uh, CNN uh, anchor. Oh, my God. They let Anderson Cooper do it. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm sure he told everybody the answers on the board were wrong. <laughs> right. He says fake answers. Fake answers. Yeah. Uh, correspondent Bill Whitaker, former champion Buzzy Cohen, actress Malim Bialik. Malim Bialik. Bialik, yeah. Today hosts Savannah Guthrie. CNN medical advisor, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. God, they're just picking anybody and everybody, aren't they? Katie Couric even did it. I don't know if you ha- had her name go there or not, but. Uh, yeah, Katie Couric. I didn't think she was like Couric, that's it. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, George Stephanopoulos. God, they're just inviting all the liberals to you know, go apply for the job, aren't they? Robin Roberts, uh, LeVar Burton. <laughs> Uh, the remaining uh, guest hosts who will be- finish the season are the author and CNBC host David Faber and uh, sportscaster Joe Buck. That'll be interesting. I would actually listen to Joe Buck. I wouldn't mind listening to that either. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll tune in for that. Well, um, I think of any of the the names that that have already you know guest hosted by far on that show. If if I had to narrow down my pick, I would. I would probably settle with LeVar Burton of reading Rainbow and Star Trek fame. I'd, if, if he was in his prime, I don't know if he's still alive. I think John Madden would be funny as can be. Oh, yeah. I, I, I heard of a, 85 uh, years old. I heard a rematch of uh, it was kind of like a, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? NSFW type of uh, remix of uh, sayings that he had. On uh, oh, yeah. while doing NFL, it was hilarious. I'll try to dig that up sometime. Well, the Madden football games on on the video consoles. There's a line on there. Oh, you'll get up looking out of your ear hole after that hit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious the stuff he said. Um, the other person that they're saying that has yet to do it uh, is Doctor. Oh no, they said he, so far it's been a mixed bag. Uh, going back to the Jeopardy thing, uh, from uh, comforting to jarring, as each host brings their own personality and voice to reading each day's sixty-one clues. From the disappointing to the surprisingly great, we they ranked uh, 
Oh, they did their own rankings, but uh, I guess the number one ranking, according to Yahoo, is Mike Richards. So that was pretty good. We'll keep you. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, Big Sexy uh, just uh, came in, uh, gave us some uh, late breaking news. Uh, appears, uh, according to, uh, I think this is the gram of the Insta, an active company told, uh, excuse me, an active wear company has told customers its clothes have uh, repelled COVID-19. Uh, and according to this, uh, what I'm reading, this false claim has led to a $3.7 million fine. Uh, so I will be researching that. I don't know what uh, uh, activewear company that is, but that's fucking crazy. So don't be uh, advertising false shit. So it, out of all the names I, I uh, named, is anybody going to live up to Alex Trebek? Is Johnny Gilbert going to still do the, uh, the uh, you know, the 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 announcer, I believe. Who, um, I would imagine Johnny Johnny Gilbert will probably stay there till the day he dies. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like that on Price is Right. Uh, Rod Roddy was just as popular as uh, Bob Barker. and and Johnny Olson before him, and um, you know Charlie O'Donnell and Will Fortune, and then Don Pardo on Saturday Night Live. Well, those said Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, which would be funny because if you ever watch those skits on SNL. And then you had uh, God, I forgot who it was that played Burt Reynolds. What was? Oh, uh, my uh, shoot, Mike. What's his name? He had a sitcom, short lived. Yes, Norm Macdonald. That's it. They were so funny when they would do those two. That's hilarious. Yeah, or um, you know who who would do like the Sean Connery on Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live? I mean, I'd like to say Daryl Hammonds. I mean, unless it's somebody else. And uh, Daryl Hammond does it. Justice Truth Warrior, thanks for joining the fan club, the super fan club over on Podbean. I appreciate that. And thanks for the uh, gift of uh, hi there, Bert. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I wanted to put together, uh, like we said, uh, we're talking about death, is um, we're going to have a contest. And uh, for those of you in chat, you're more than welcome to uh, participate as well. Um, it's going to be easier for me uh, with uh, Eric and Pert uh, to start us off. And uh, if you want to call in and give me your picks, you'll be able to do it as well. And what are we picking? We're going to pick. <laughs> you have to tell me as far as out of all of the celebrities, you have to guess the next three that are going to pass away. Oh, this isn't multiple choice. This is just oh thin no, air. this is a uh, thin air. You get to choose whoever the hell you want. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So I need to get a pen really quick. So actually, I can just write it down here on the tablet. So uh, have they gone to Epstein Island? I don't know if they have or not. I have not. Uh, no, nobody has uh, has given me an update on uh, Epstein Island. So I'm not sure. Now uh, I have Big Sexy's list of his three. And so basically how it works is whoever gets gets all three correct first is going to win a prize. Um, I have yet to determine that prize. We'll come up with it by tomorrow, at the end of tomorrow's show. And I think Pertwee was the first one that just died because he just left. <laughs> oh, he's back. <laughs> anyway. Technical issues. So I will give you uh, Big Sexy's uh, list. It looks like his list, uh, he, he's predicting that the next three celebrities that are going to die is going to be Regis Philbin, Michael he's J. Already. Well, 
He doesn't know that, apparently. <laughs> Michael J. Fox and Madonna. Babe? Um, um, Regis Philbin is already dead. Um, do you want to re- change that name to something else? Yeah, he's already dead. No, you didn't win. You didn't have to die. Unbelievable. Will someone please explain the damn rules around here? Unbelievable. Um, I'm probably going to say my, my three are Tom Brokaw. Okay. Um, Barbara Walters. And um, I know it, it's, it's really tough, isn't it? Um, I, I know I've already got Tom Brokaw and Barbara Walters, um, you know, and um, Rush Limbaugh here. Rush Limbaugh. He, he's already gone. <laughs> um, I, I'll probably say um, Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. Of I mean, she's already in her 90s. Okay, I got her. Perk, you have uh, your. You have any ideas uh, list? And I'm gonna say Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth is a good choice. Not that I want this to happen anytime soon or anytime in the future, but Dick Van Dyke. Oh, that would be sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bob Barker. <gasps> yeah. I almost said George Soros. It was a toss-up between Bob and George. Oh my. Goodness. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's go to the chat and see what's going on in the chat. Um, um, Honeybee's got her picks. Let's see. Das. Okay, Das has uh, Britney Spears. By way of suicide. You don't have to tell me why. How they die. It's uh, that's not relevant. Is it an Epstein suicide though, or Betty White? Wow, someone wishing the death of Betty White. I'm well, and and she'll be turning one hundred in January. Not if Das has his way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and da- Dos, what is your and Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford, he says, is going to die by crashing another plane. <laughs> All right. Who who else has who else is ready and has their picks in, producer Eric? Um, if if you want to re- read Honeybees, um, she and I already agree on Angela Lansbury, and she's nominating. Sydney Poitier and Norman Lloyd, or or if that name is correct, Angela Lansbury. Everyone's thinking, and uh, you guys uh, have uh, inside information about Angela Lansbury, or what's going on? You guys, neighbors? I want George Soros as my alternate, though. <laughs> well, I was thinking of making it a little different than most most uh, you know pools. I guess this is a death pool, obviously. Well, Good I was movie thinking, too. I was thinking. Um, Maybe. And I don't anticipate Carol Burnett and Vicki Lawrence going well, anytime soon. Host is talking. What I was thinking was, is uh, each week, if anybody wants to swap out one name for another name, I might allow that. But we'll, we'll see. Well, but I mean, you <laughs> it's know, the same Bezos. All of a sudden, you've got one of your picks that's, uh, I don't know, or somebody, somebody goes on deathbed, you know. A new, a new story and everybody jumps on board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of like Bitcoin. <laughs> or what was the one the, the video place the, the game Blockbuster. Oh, GameStop GameStop yeah like GameStop. that Let's see um Mike Tampa Bay uh what 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 are yours um I see that Mike Tampa Bay is saying What are you saying 
Do you have a fear? I like Goose's choice. Whose? Goose. Who's? Don't say it out loud. Get you in trouble. Um. Okay. Uh, I already I, said it. Rhymes I, with Hayden. Yeah, I will put that. Uh, Goose is your number one. You have uh, uh, two others. Mike Bezos Tim- is another one. Bezos. Okay. Jeff Bezos. We, Mike, you need to give us uh, three. Three celebrities are very well known people. Uh, it's basically celebrity death pool. Uh, so the first person to get the next three celebrities uh, that pass away correct will, wins. Wait a minute. Justice says Bob Barker passed away already. Did he die? He didn't pass away. He's still already. alive. He's still alive. Okay. I knew he was kidding on the queen. Yeah, the queen's still alive. Um, and Goose, I need one more from you. I think Goose only has two. You have, uh, you have uh, the big man, the big guy, and uh, Jeff Bezos. I think we're safe with saying the big guy, right? Yeah. Pelosi. Yeah. Oh, Pelosi. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I think uh, I think uh, Ben and Jerry will pass away before Pelosi does. But what Norman just Chuck passed. Norris? Chuck and wow, uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, Chuck Norris and Arnold. You need one more there, Mike. Norman just died. Who's Norman? I don't know who the hell Norman is, honeybee. Oh, and oh, wow, Chuck. No way. You think what? He's going to die of a heart attack? (laughs) Natural causes. Okay. Uh, I guess you guys are all wondering who I would pick. Who's that? Who's that? Oh, uh, it's you twice. Um, I'm changing one of my picks to my iPad because it keeps dying. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to pick. I, I have to go with Betty White because she cannot live forever. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'll be very sad the day this happens, but I'm going to go with Bob Barker as well. And. God, the last one. I'm going to go with Jay-Z. Oh. Really? I don't know why. I, I'm just thinking gang-related shooting or something or other. I don't know. Bob Barker gets to heaven. He's going to make sure everybody spays and neuters their pets. I think so. <laughs> I hope he does, because I don't want too many allergy, allergic reactions when I get to Hey, Brent, in the dia down in in chat has got her picks for Betty White, the Queen, and Bob Barker. Oh, aberrant, uh, aberrant in video, and Betty White. Uh, which which Queen? Uh, queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth. or what, what? Who's the other Queen? Uh, queen Latifah, right? No, is she still alive? Queen Latifah, Elizabeth. Yes, Latifah's still alive. Okay, uh, I think she meant RuPaul by Queen. Oh yeah, RuPaul's. No. <laughs> well, I mean, and I've seen no mentions of Julie Andrews or Bill Cosby either. Well, Bill Cosby, he, he's got a new lease, uh, uh, lease on life, so I think he'll be around for a while. He, who knows? He, you know what? Bill Cosby might run for Congress next year. Who knows? I wouldn't put it past him. Um, Dos, Dos likes my uh, pick of uh, Jay-Z. I, you know, I, you got to throw one way out of the uh, weird pick out of there, so why not? I mean... BP, are you around still, buddy? Are you uh, are you back uh, working? 
Okay. He must be he must be working. Uh let's check uh, over on uh, the live of the D to see if we have any uh contestants over there. Spanky. Uh he's Drew enough said. There, Scooter. Uh, yeah, I think for see. that was for the uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, that was Jeopardy. All um, right. Well, that's going to work. And uh, we'll take uh Mike Tampa Bay. I still don't have uh Mike Tampa. Oh, I do have Mike's. Never mind, Mike. Mike he does uh, Chuck Norris. Uh, Schwarzenegger and, and uh, Big Chuck. Big Chuck. And uh, we'll probably post these over on the website uh, over the next couple of days uh, so people can uh, see who's got who and all of that. Uh, Dark Bear, welcome back to the show. Uh, we just did our celebrity death picks, if you're interested in doing that really quickly before we head the hell out of here for the evening. Uh, if you have three celebrities or well-known people that you feel are the next to go, and uh, you actually uh, beat everybody else out. You'll be the big winner. So how about you too, dude? Yes, Sean. For anybody that's listening to this on the replay, can they do the contact through the website and email you their pick? That they can. So if you are listening to this on a rebroadcast on a downloaded episode of the show and you want to get in on the fun, uh, you're more than welcome to submit your three picks, uh, you could either email us at slightly serious show at gmail.com, or if you go to our webpage, uh, the website slightly show.com and click on contact us, it'll uh, move you over to a uh, form where you can fill out your picks and uh, we'll add them and uh, those will be posted on the website. And I don't know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, first person that uh, gets it correctly will win a hundred dollars cash money. So there you have it. That's your prize. So get your picks in. Only uh, You're only allowed one entry, by the way. You don't get to email me two, three damn uh, slates of picks. Now, if you do, I might make an exception if you add 10 or $20 to it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we'd be gambling, and it's probably prohibited by law. <laughs> like that. Yeah, and, and those would put like an honorary fourth pick. Oh, an honorary fourth pick is Smokey the Bear by way of the dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. What about if you get the if you get the beat fish first? What? What the hell does that mean? Oh, Biographa. Biographa. Um, Goose, have you been drinking too much Grey Goose or what? What if get the big fish first? Well, what's the big fish? Are you trying to say what if you get, what if you get the, you know, like the first person to get one right? Are you trying to say, I don't know. Is the is the guy that does uh, the Dos Equis commercials? Is he still alive? I think so. Biographer, <laughs> party, Biden. Oh man. Um, BP says the Democrats will die next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we're about to be five minutes over. Oh, BP hasn't got his picks in. Are you are you ready or you want to wait and think about it, BP? I don't know. We have to give BP an opportunity. Do it here. Oh, yeah. Do it on the- Gotta get yeah, you have- three. Uh, just three, BP. Three three uh celebrities or well known people. Politicians. But they don't have to be in order, right, slightly? No, they do not have to be in order. You just have to be the first to get all three of your picks. Uh, um, to- he'll email it to you, he says. Okay, sounds good. Well, we're going to wrap things up here. I appreciate everybody coming in tonight. Uh, Eric, uh, any last words, uh, final thoughts for tonight? 
Well, um, I think we'll also get Jess's nominations next time she's back in the show. And, um, you know, another great show as always. And look forward to having everybody here for the um, TGIF free-for-all show tomorrow evening. And see you around at the other great Podbean shows. All right. I appreciate that, uh, Producer Eric and Pert. And, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, and, and we also look forward to hopefully you um, dropping some more published episodes over on Rumble very soon, including like Freethink episode. And then, and I think you're reviewing the HAPS episode that got you banned and, and some other previous episodes as well. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for those probably over the weekend sometimes when I'll have some, uh, some time to go through those and put uh, some new shows up on uh, the, on that platform. So uh, uh-huh. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send out a tweet uh, when I uh, finish that up this weekend. And All right. Bert, any last words, my friend? Final thoughts on tonight? Uh, final thoughts. Everyone be careful. Protect yourself. Do what you see fit best to uh, prevent yourself from getting this new variant. All right. Well, uh, good words to live by there, Pert. And I uh, appreciate you joining us as you do every evening. And uh, Eric, as always, my friend, uh, producer Eric, I'll jump uh-huh. on as always. I'm going to get to the rest of my risotto tonight. Uh, Big Sexy cooked up some risotto, and it is damn good. 10 out of 10. Anyways, uh, this is back here tomorrow night, 930 Eastern Time to wrap up the week. Until then, God bless, and God bless America. Good night. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.